I want to put you onto something that's going to make your life a lot easier, and it's Factor. Factor's delicious restaurant quality meals are ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. You don't even have to dirty a dish. And let me tell you, they are delicious. My favorite so far is the creamy Parmesan chicken. Let me tell you, it's amazing. And I'm super picky about like Parmesan sauces and things like that that are like literally from restaurants. I'm telling you, this is as good as the food at my favorite restaurant. And you'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and more. I picked the and more. But even if you're not on like a strict dietary requirement or whatever, these are great for people who are just doing portion control like I am because they are relatively low in calories because it's a pre-portioned meal. And they also have snacks, smoothies, different options like you could get as add-ons. Anyway, Factor is a perfect solution if you're looking for fast upscale options done easily. It's flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. These are no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. That's the best part. So head to factormeals.com slash Clean with me 50 and use the code clean with me 50 to get 50% off. That's code clean with me 50 at factormeals.com slash clean with me 50 to get 50% off. Hi everyone, Ronnie here. You're listening to Clean With Me, the podcast where I talk you through cleaning your house. Thanks for joining me. This is episode 126 and I don't do this very often, but today's episode is going to be a speed clean. So if you're wanting a more relaxing, slow paced cleaning session, maybe click on one of my other episodes. But in this episode, we're going to quickly clean some important key areas in your home. And maybe this could serve as just a jump start to your cleaning session, or maybe this is all you have time for today. But the first thing I want you to do is either make your bed, if you haven't already done so, or straighten up your front entrance. And while you're doing that, I'll talk about one of our amazing sponsors. Today's episode was brought to you in part by Podcorn. Podcorn is a marketplace that connects podcasters to sponsorship opportunities. I recently signed up with Podcorn and they've already hooked me up with some amazing sponsors. I've already gotten paid. Basically, podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right there on the Podcorn platform. Podcorn's marketplace mission is to give podcasters transparency, creative freedom, and full control of how and when we monetize. 
basically you choose the opportunities that you think would be a good fit for your show and then you set your own rates and then work with those brands directly. Podcorn is just there to support you at every step and make sure that you're compensated for the work that you do for those sponsors. So if you have your own podcast, you're going to want to sign up with Podcorn. Either visit podcorn.com or click on the link in my show notes to start browsing sponsorship opportunities right now. All right, let's head to the kitchen. It's time to do your dishes. And of course, if you're ahead of the game and you've already done your dishes or you've been doing them as you go, then just work in your kitchen on whatever needs to be done. But I'm going to give you about 10 minutes to do your dishes. Maybe you need to empty your dishwasher first or empty your drying rack and then reload your dishwasher. Or if you're washing by hand, maybe you need to pre-rinse some stuff and start that first sink load of dishes and just do one after another. Or if you're like me, a lot of times you will load your dishwasher and then hand wash any remaining items. Just be working on your dishes, whatever that means for you. I'm ahead of the game right now. Of course, I'm just sitting recording. I'm not literally cleaning along with you this time. But uh, my husband did the dishes last night after dinner. So we're in pretty good shape right now. I think today while you're doing your dishes, I'm going to talk about food. Last night we cooked a ham. You can get great deals on a ham this time of year. We cooked a ham and my homemade macaroni and cheese and then some canned greens that I really like. I really like the way that they're seasoned. I'm not sure what the brand name is. I'm not in my kitchen right now, but it was a really good dinner. and. Something my husband and I were talking about, I don't know, in the past week or so, I was saying that I needed to buy more frozen convenience foods, I guess, but I wasn't really that excited about it. I was just saying how our teenage son, on the days that he's home, he goes to school three days a week, but on the day that he's home, he'll be like, what's for lunch? And he doesn't really want a sandwich and he doesn't really want because that's what he takes to school he goes to a private school where he brings his lunch so he doesn't really want a sandwich on the home days I call them home days because they're not days off he still he still has work to do on those weekdays but he he doesn't really want a sandwich he doesn't want a can of soup you know stuff like that so he want basically wants a hot meal at lunchtime and I work from home and I don't particularly love cooking like three hot meals a day. So I was thinking, well, I guess I could get some hot pockets or frozen taquitos, but you know, that stuff costs more than cooking from scratch. It's not as healthy. You know, I mean, it, it, it definitely has its place when you're in survival mode or whatever, but I was just thinking, well, I guess I'm going to have to do that because, you know, he keeps asking me what's for lunch and this and that. So anyway, we were talking about that and I, I also I talked about the same thing, by the way. If you are one of my financial supporters, you might have heard me talk about this exact subject um, in a bonus episode on my Patreon page. Those that support me on Patreon get some bonus episodes, but still 
no two episodes are alike, obviously, but I talked about this, this food thing. And my husband was saying, what if you made a big meal for lunch and then people could kind of graze throughout the day? And I really like the idea of it because when I'm working from home, I would rather cook either, I think I would rather either cook in the morning or at lunchtime. Obviously, I'd rather not cook at all, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> when I, when I, I like cooking, but when I'm in work mode, I don't always feel like it. So, um, he was saying, you know, you could cook a big meal. And then I was like thinking, you know, and then I was saying, well, yeah, I could put, I could put it in the crock pot. Even if it wasn't something that I cooked in the crock pot, I could put it into the crock pot and put it on a setting to keep it warm so that it's still, you know, hot at dinner time. And I actually have two crock pots and an instant pot. Those all have settings to keep the food warm. And this is also a great time of the year for cooking in the crock pot as far as soup, stews, chili, but even just something like spaghetti, you could cook it the traditional way and then put the sauce in one crock pot and the noodles in another or whatever. I probably wouldn't, wouldn't keep the noodles hot. I'd probably just maybe toss them with some oil or something and then keep the sauce hot. I don't know. Haven't really, I haven't really implemented this yet, but I think it could be a good solution because when you work during the day by four or five o'clock, whether you're working outside the home or you're working at home, even if you're, if you're a stay at home mom, that's just taking care of kids and whatever cleaning throughout the day, by the time four or five rolls around, sometimes you just don't feel like cooking. My energy levels are higher in the morning and even at lunchtime, I think. So I definitely like the idea of cooking earlier. I haven't fully implemented. I've only done it like once so far. And I just cook spaghetti the traditional way and just left it sitting out on the stove. I mean, that's an option too. If you're not one of these people who's so paranoid about the food being in some kind of danger zone. I mean, I'm not talking about like a potato salad full of mayonnaise in 100 degree weather at a picnic all day. I'm talking about if you cook spaghetti on the stove and just put a lid on it. Somebody could, you know, put it on a plate and microwave it several hours later. I promise it'll be fine. Just a reminder, be working on dishes while I'm talking. And of course, when you're done with your dishes, you're going to be wiping down surfaces in your kitchen after removing any clutter. But most of you are probably still plugging away at those dishes because I'm assuming if you're listening to this show, you have a lot to do. And I know everyone knows about starting some food in the crock pot in the morning before heading off to work. I mean, people have been doing that. But just this idea of cooking early when you're at home could help somebody. It, it It's a little bit of a different spin on that whole crock pot in the morning thing. And sometimes I do start a crock pot in the morning for sure. But I feel like cooking at lunchtime might be better for me because lately I've been working first thing in the morning while helping my younger kids with their homeschool work off and on. By noon, I'm kind of ready to take a break. I'm not thrilled about cooking at that point, but knowing that that's taking care of lunch and dinner in one shot, I'll I'll feel more motivated to cook that middle of the day meal, if that makes sense. And maybe that doesn't resonate with you. Maybe you're like, 
yeah, the kids can eat a sandwich or a bowl of cereal during the day. I mean, sometimes that's what I tell them too. But just in this wintry weather, I think it's a nice time to just have some hot food, you know, on the stove or in the crock pot. And my husband likes to come home for lunch, especially if there's a soup or a stew being kept warm. So he's particularly excited about doing it this way. And right after we came up with this, we went out of town and just we've had a lot going on. Today is my son's birthday. So in a little while, we're going to go get a cake mix and we're going to go out to dinner tonight. He's at school right now. So you know how it is. There's been a lot going on, but I definitely want to come up with a meal plan And I've talked about meal plans before, not a rigid meal plan. Like on Monday, we have this Tuesday, we have that. That doesn't really work for me. But I, when I say a meal plan, I mean, when I'm making my grocery list, I want to keep in mind this thing of keeping the food warm in a crock pot, maybe doing more soups and stews. And I'm not saying this is just what I'm going to be doing from now on. I mean, obviously, I go go through phases, and this is what I think will work for me right now. Okay, we've only got a little over a minute left on dishes, and then we're going to talk about cleaning the surfaces of your kitchen, which we're going, going to do super fast. Because remember, this is a speed clean this isn't one of my leisurely cleaning episodes. If if you consider some of my episodes relaxing, this one is just to, to get some stuff done quick. Maybe you're listening to this before work, or maybe you're getting some stuff done during your baby's nap time, or maybe you're using this as an evening routine after you get off work. When I'm working from home, I don't typically do a one-hour cleaning session. I say when I'm working from home. Obviously, I mean, I could consider the fact that I do this podcast working from home, but right now I'm putting in a lot more hours, so I'm really considering myself as working from home. I mean, when it was just the podcast uh, and, you know, selling a little makeup on the side, mm, considered myself more of a homemaker. But right now, it's like I'm writing several hours a day in the mornings. So I'm in kind of a different mode. So I'm cleaning a little more in spurts. So this is the type of episode I think I would listen to before starting my work day to kind of crank out those important household tasks that keep my house neat, tidy, functioning, So I've given you enough time in the kitchen. Let's talk about the surfaces in your kitchen. The quickest way to get your surfaces wiped down is to clear them off so that you remove those obstacles. I mean, we've all kind of done that thing where we're cleaning our kitchen counter and we're moving a bunch of small appliances around as we're wiping the countertop down, but there are probably some things you can put away. If you're in crock pot mode, your crock pot can just sit out, but maybe there's an appliance sitting out that you haven't been using. Maybe on these cold mornings, you're not making those smoothies in the blender and it's time to put that blender away. Maybe it's more of hot coffee weather or something. But anyway, 
try to remove as many obstacles as you can. And it, let's face it, it's not just appliances. Your kids may have left food packaging, plastic wrap, whatever, on the countertops, paper plates, um, candy wrappers this time of year for sure. Um, maybe, maybe some seasonings were left out. Maybe the cereal was left out. Let's just get everything put away and try to expose as much as we can on the countertops and the kitchen table and get those wiped down. Maybe you're using a rag that you did dishes with and just wiping surfaces with that hot um, soapy dishwater, or maybe you're using a multi-surface spray or a special granite spray for your counter or a wood spray for your table. Whatever you're using, it's not about the products. Let's get those surfaces wiped down. Your countertop, your stove top, the back of the stove where the controls are, and of course your kitchen table or dining room table, which if you're like me, they may be one and the same. I have an eat-in kitchen. I don't call it a nook. When I've had a house that had kind of a smaller kitchen and there was a place for a small table and then there was a separate dining room, I called that kitchen table area the nook. But when the kitchen is your only dining room and it's kind of big, I call that an eat-in kitchen, but some of you are in different countries and who knows what what you call things. I've mentioned before that I do writing. Some of the articles that I've written lately are on real estate in the UK, and instead of real estate, they just call it estate, like estate sales. So I realize the terminology is different in different places. I'm going to give you about another minute to wipe down the surfaces of your kitchen. And if you've already wiped your countertops, you might still be working on that or your table. But if you've already done that, bonus chore would be to spray and wipe down the fronts of your large appliances. Obviously, your small appliances kind of get wiped down while you're wiping the countertop. If you've let, you know, if your toaster's sitting out, you're going to kind of go over that with the rag or whatever. That's what I do. But um, I don't wipe the top part as much unless it's just dish soap because I don't want to put like a weird chemical like where the bread goes in. I don't know. Does anybody else have those phobias? Anyway, um, you've, you were probably already wiping small appliances while wiping the countertops. Bonus chore would be to wipe the fronts of your large appliances, at least those that need it. I mean, around your refrigerator door might need to be wiped down. The front of your microwave is probably covered in fingerprints if you have older kids that heat stuff up. Maybe you need to wipe down the front of your oven or your dishwasher, or maybe you just don't have time for that today. This is kind of a speed clean. Um, I often, after wiping the countertops, I will often, you know, wipe the cabinets, at least the part that I touch often. And random chore I have to do a lot, wiping my white pantry door that gets a lot of fingerprints. It just, it looks terrible if I don't wipe it down. Obviously, there are deeper cleaning chores in the kitchen, but we'll talk about those in another episode where we spend more time in the kitchen. You might want to give your kitchen floor a quick sweep. If you're not going to just vacuum your entire house or sweep your entire house after the episode, Maybe sweep your kitchen and I'll talk about a sponsor. While you're cleaning 
your kitchen floor. This is the perfect time for me to talk about today's episode's sponsor. Have you ever tried to clean your floors with just one Swiffer pad? It's nearly impossible and super wasteful. My trash can was just littered with disposable pads, so I had to wonder, there has to be a solution to this. Well, I found one, and it has saved me tons of money. Turbo Mops has made two pads that are compatible with the Swiffer Wet Jet or the Sweeper. I have the Sweeper. Their microfiber uses a unique looping technology that picks up all my dust and hair. The best part is that these are machine washable, so they're super easy to clean and reuse. My floors have never looked better, and I've never gotten excited to clean them till now. If you're like me and you've wanted to find a better solution to cleaning the house, specifically your hard floors, feel free to click on the link in the show notes and get your reusable mop pads. Okay, they're made by Turbo Mops. They're the best selling. I want to put you onto something that's going to make your life a lot easier, and it's Factor. Factor's delicious restaurant quality meals are ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. You don't even have to dirty a dish. And let me tell you, they are delicious. My favorite so far is the creamy Parmesan chicken. Let me tell you, it's amazing. And I'm super picky about like Parmesan sauces and things like that that are like literally from restaurants. I'm telling you, this is as good as the food at my favorite restaurant. And you'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and more. I picked the and more. But even if you're not on like a strict dietary requirement or whatever, These are great for people who are just doing portion control like I am because they are relatively low in calories because it's a pre-portioned meal. And they also have snacks, smoothies, different options like you could get as add-ons. Anyway, Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast upscale options done easily It's flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. These are no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. That's the best part. So head to factormeals.com slash Clean with me 50 and use the code clean with me 50 to get 50% off. That's code clean with me 50 at factormeals.com slash clean with me 50 to get 50% off. Usable mop pads on Amazon. So for your convenience, I'm putting the Amazon link in the show notes. Or you can simply visit turbomops.com for more information. These pads have saved me so much and have been a breeze to use. You you might have already straightened up your entrance area during the introduction of the episode. 
If not, you might want to start at the front entrance or maybe you have a living area that's super cluttered, like where people are actually hanging out, whether it's your living room or your family room. Maybe you want to start in the most cluttered room or maybe you want to start at the front door and kind of work your way into the house. But it's time to straighten up those living areas. Again, this is a speed clean. So you want to quickly put, put things up and you want to quickly pick things up and put them away. And you want to move quickly. In any living room or family room, you want to straighten your couch cushions, clear any clutter off of the floor, off of tables and other horizontal surfaces. And you might want to quickly dust, or this might be a day where you're just putting things away and then sweeping or vacuuming the floor. But let's get those living areas picked up and possibly dusted. Speaking of living areas, our kids basically destroyed the recliner. There were a few times where they were roughhousing, tipped it over. One kid jumped on another kid. Yeah, it wasn't good. It, we don't we don't allow that, but it happened. But thankfully, when we bought the furniture, we paid for this special extended warranty to where even if they were like, even if your kid like writes on the furniture or whatever, you can get it replaced. So, you know, you could get it replaced even due to your own negligence with this thing we got. And the only reason we paid a little bit for that warranty, because I was just thinking like, what if we mess it up? Like when we're putting it in the truck or taking it home or whatever. But this was some stuff we had gotten at Big Lots. It wasn't our Ash, Ashley stuff. But when we, that stuff was delivered, you might've remembered me talking about that. The stuff we got from Big Lots was the sectional and the recliner. Well, the recliner was pretty much destroyed. So we, we brought it in and got a brand new one. So I don't normally get extended warranties on stuff, but just a tip, if you have kids that are really rough on furniture, something like that is probably worthwhile. And my husband has a pickup truck, so it was no big deal for us to just take that in and exchange it for another one. But I mean, in reality, even as rough as they were on it, I mean, it wasn't very, it wasn't really a very good quality. So I will say this about Big Lots. They, their customer service is great. Their return policy is great. But their furniture isn't Starnes proof. Our last name is Starnes. And if you didn't know that... And my husband will sometimes say that some things just aren't starting proof. Um, but yeah, their customer service is great. And I like going to Big Lots to get kind of my dry goods. Like, you know, those types of foods you get in boxes and cans, the pantry staples. I find some great deals on that kind of stuff. And Big Lots is one of the closest stores to our house. Like it's closer than going to the grocery store. Um, you know, obviously you can't get fresh foods like uh, cheese, butter, meats, but they do have milk and they have pantry staples and snack foods. So yeah, I love Big Lots, but we need some sturdier furniture next time for sure. Hopefully you are straightening up your living areas while I talk, but 
No judgment here if your kids broke your recliner. I can definitely relate. And I like to do my writing in the in the recliner. So obviously now that we've got gotten this new one, we've we've cracked down and we basically told them if they're caught roughhousing on that recliner, not only will they be punished for it, but I'll move the recliner into my bedroom and they won't get to use it anymore. <laughs> because they like to sit in it for playing video games and stuff like that. It, it's it's in front of the TV, basically. But when I'm doing my writing, of course, the TV is off and I sit there and do my writing and it's a super comfortable spot for me to work in. Um, yeah, my husband kind of laughs at how comfortable I get when I'm working, but I'm not the type of person who just dozes off. I mean, like, he definitely could not do his job in a recliner. He'd be asleep. He's got to sit at a desk and, you know, stay alert. But I, I definitely stay alert in a recliner. I'm the type of person that has a hard time falling asleep, and it's so rare that I would ever take a nap during the day. I mean, if I'm up all night or something, I might be able to take a nap during the day, but I have a really hard time. Like, I don't want to miss miss anything. It's hard to just shut off my brain. So I actually do well just in a recliner on a laptop cranking out work. That's, that's my workflow lately. And I would rather not be sequestered in the bedroom while I do my writing. Obviously, when I do my podcast, I kind of have to be alone because of the sound issue. But with my writing, I, I stay right there in the middle of things. That way the kids can approach me if they have a question on their schoolwork. I'm kind of keeping an eye on them while tuning them out at the same time, if that makes sense. And don't forget, your living areas include common areas such as hallways, maybe an office, an entryway. Just whichever common areas that you have other than your kitchen, your bathroom, your bedrooms... Everything else is a living area. So be straightening up those living areas. Pick up the floor, clear the surfaces, wipe things off. Maybe you need to quickly dust your TV. I like to use a microfiber cloth with just the tiniest amount of water on it. Like if you sprayed it from a spray bottle or something, that would be ideal. You don't want to get it too wet. And just cleaning your TV off with plain water, it works great. And in my longer episodes, I talk about things like dusting baseboards, windowsills, and whatnot. But this is just a quick straighten. Just do what you have time to do. Picking up the living areas is definitely an everyday thing at our house. We probably vacuum almost every day. Like I said, I go through phases, but we probably never go through, you know, I might go through a phase where I'm having a vacuum every single day, but we probably never go more than two days without vacuuming our living areas, which for us is the entryway, living room, and hallway. That might sound like a lot to you, but it kind of just depends on a lot of different factors, the, the traffic you get and the size of your family. So, yeah keep plugging away on those living areas. Are you accumulating clutter somewhere in your living areas? In general, we're pretty pretty good about not accumulating clutter in the living areas. Obviously, the kids will leave things out. But what I mean by accumulating clutter 
is kind of piling things on a particular surface. Sometimes we stack some things on the piano that don't belong there and that has to be kind of cleared off from time to time. That's really the only, I call them hot spots. I learned that from another cleaning person, fly lady, a long time ago used to say that. Um, I think our only hot spot that kind of collects clutter in our living areas is just the piano. Because other stuff that gets left out is not permanent clutter. I mean, a kid leaving a school binder on the couch or their shoes on the floor or a candy wrapper somewhere. That's not what I mean by a hot spot. A hot spot is stuff for where you stack things, you're not sure what to do with it. And you're like, I'll just put it right here for now. And then before long, there's a pile. So we do that a little bit with the piano. That's, that's something I have to make a conscious effort to do is kind of clear that off because I want it to look decorative. Yes, that's where I keep my keys and things that need to be mailed out or whatever. But for the most part, I want to keep that surface decorative. For you, the hot spot may be in a different area. Maybe you have kind of a china cabinet or a hutch thing in your kitchen and you're piling stuff on the surface of that. That's something that, that I've seen. We all have somewhere in our house that we pile stuff. Um, another hot spot I have is my bedroom desk, for sure. Hopefully you've gotten your living areas straightened up, maybe even vacuumed, or maybe you do that after the show. Let's move on to a bathroom. It's time to basically touch up a bathroom. We're not going to spend a ton of time in the bathroom. Um, we're not going to scrub the bathtub or the shower. I recommend keeping cleaning products in your tub or shower if you don't have small children that use it. You know, I mean, or maybe you do and you have like a shower caddy where you can keep keep the cleaner out of reach. But I recommend that because I like to clean the tub as I'm getting out of it, clean the shower as I'm showering. That's, that, that's what I do a lot of the time. So there's that. We're not going to focus on that. What we're going to focus on, we're going to make sure that the bathrooms look good. You might even have time to touch up more than one bathroom since this is just a light touch up. But you're going to want to make sure that there are clean towels, plenty of toilet paper. You're going to remove clutter from the countertop, from the floor. You're going to take out the trash. And of course, you're going to wipe down the countertop and sink area, spray the mirror, wipe it down, and then at least clean the exterior parts of the toilet and maybe even give the bowl a quick swish. On a lighter cleaning session, I don't go all the way down to the floor as far as wiping the base of the toilet. I mean, if, if you've got kids that are peeing on the floor, yes, please do that. Your house stinks. We want you to clean that. Okay. But if you, if you don't on a light clean, I'm, I'm wiping down the flusher handle, the toilet seat behind the seat, giving the bowl a quick swish. I don't scrub the exterior of the bowl and all that when I'm speed cleaning and I'm just in a hurry. That, I save that for a deeper clean later in the week or whatever. So to, just trying to give you an idea what I mean by a light bathroom touch-up. You're still cleaning it, but I guess the difference is that you're not going as deep 
as far as, you know, getting on your hands and knees and going really low on the toilet or scrubbing out the tub or something. Um, sometimes with a light bathroom touch up, there's still time to deal with the floors. I've said this before when I'm expecting company and I touch up the guest bathroom, I'll take some cleaning wipes or some paper towels and a spray and quickly wipe down the floor, grabbing up any dust or debris in those paper towels, in those damp paper towels, just grab it all up. And that's, that's one way that I do it. Another way is that I sweep the floor and then Swiffer it real quick, super fast and easy. Whether you're using the disposable damp Swiffer pads or you're just dampening your own reusable one with the cleaning product of your choice, that can be a quick way um, to clean the bathroom floor or maybe in a small bathroom, do it by hand. And since this is a light bathroom touch-up, you might be able to do more than one bathroom or maybe you just chose to focus on your guest bathroom. If you're in a rut of always just cleaning the guest bathroom in case someone comes over, make sure that you're alternating and cleaning your, your master bathroom as well. Just a thought, don't get into that rut. But by all means, if you're expecting company, focus on the guest bathroom first and then realize if, if there are going to be a lot of people over, <laughs> somebody might ask to use your bathroom. So that that's kind of a great finishing touch anytime you're having company is to make sure you make your bed in the master bedroom. Even if you don't have time to clean your room, make your bed and touch up the bathroom in case someone asks to use the bathroom. And if your room's a little cluttered, that's okay because they knew you weren't expecting them to go in there or they didn't think you were expecting them to go in there. And they're probably going to be impressed that your bed's made and, and your bathroom's sanitary. <laughs> so anyway, I digress. Okay, I'm only going to give you a couple more minutes in the bathroom. So let's go over this checklist. Did you remove clutter from the countertop? Did you remove clutter from the floor? Yes, you need to get down on your hands and knees and check your bathroom floor. It seems like in the bathroom, little things get dropped and kind of roll under the counter to where you can't see them or around the toilet, or someone misses the wastebasket with something. For some reason, a lot of random items can end up on your bathroom floor. So you do have to get down and look for those. Get it picked up. Um, spray your mirror, wipe it down, clean the sink and, and countertop. I mean, this could be just a quick swipe. Shouldn't take long. And then, of course, sanitize your toilet. The seat, behind the seat, the rim, the flusher handle. Don't cross-contaminate anything. And of course, if, if there's an issue in your bathroom, you know, get down on your knees and really detail the toilet. But if not, save that for a deeper cleaning session. Make sure you kind of put everything back together in your bathroom once you're done. Like after you wipe down the floor, put that little rug back by the bathtub. Um, I don't keep those fuzzy things on the toilet lid or the back of the tank. I feel like at one time, like everybody did that and it was almost mandatory or something, but I've been doing a naked toilet for years. It's easier to wipe down and it seems like that's what most people are doing these days, not having those little rug cover things. It just kind of adds more stuff to wash. You know what I mean? Creates more laundry. 
I'm going to be wrapping up this episode soon. So let's finish up that bathroom. Or maybe there's something you need to do. I talked about some different situations where you might want to do a a short cleaning session before work, after work, during your day when someone's taking a nap, or maybe just as a jump start to another, you know, deeper cleaning session. But another situation where you might spend a few minutes cleaning is when your spouse is coming home. So maybe there's something you need to do to prepare for that. I always try to to take care of things that are my husband's pet peeves. Like I, if I come across the TV remote in the wrong room, because for some reason we're sharing a remote with the kids these days, I'll put it where he can find it. I'll make sure there's a clean towel hanging over the shower. And maybe there's something like that, that your spouse, I don't want to say expects, but there probably is. A lot of arguments can be avoided by just trying to foresee those pet peeves that your spouse is going to complain about and just dealing with them because it probably won't even take long. So that's my two cents on marriage. There's probably some little thing that your husband hopes that you do today. (laughs) Now's the time to do it. There's your reminder. I didn't really talk about laundry in this episode or anything because it was a speed clean, but here's a reminder if you need to do some laundry. Special thanks to everyone who has rated and reviewed my show this week. I'm not calling people out by name anymore, but I read those and they make my day and I appreciate them so much. That helps more people discover my show, the more ratings I have. And I I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate those reviews. And of course, special, special thanks to those who are supporting my show financially. You can do that on my Patreon page. I'm not expecting it, but when someone does, it's a huge blessing. But most of all, just keep on listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. And as always, happy cleaning. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.